Hello, and welcome to the Twist My Arm Podcast, where we tell you a story about a point of view, and you might find your arm twisted into something new. Check us out on all your social media outlets, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, like us on all those things. Smash that subscribe button and ring any bell that you see to uh, get notifications about our latest episodes and videos. We're also on Spotify now. What? That is amazing. Um, If you'd like to be on the show, because we like to have just random people on the show, that's kind of what this show is about. Um, If you'd like to be on it, visit us at twistmyarmpodcast.com and leave us a message. We would love to hear from you and love to have you on the show. This week's episode, we're talking about how we've gotten through this year. More on that soon. But first, I would like to introduce uh, the co-host of today's show. His name is Jesse. How are you, sir? I am doing well, especially considering that it is still 2020. It's not over yet. But I'm here, and I'm ready to do this. It is still 2020. It's crazy that it's still 2020. It feels like like this year has gone on for 10 years. I, I don't know. I mean, at least at least ten years. I, it, it's one of those years where it was one of the things that I saw online that actually encapsulated it pretty well. Was man, October has been a hell of a year <laughs> this year, and it was on like I think it was on the second. So yeah, I mean, God, it's there's so many. It's it's a meme worthy year, that's for sure. But like, what else? What else could go wrong? You know. It is Halloween month, well, and it's full moons aplenty, so. Yeah, and to me, it's one of those years that kind of, it should only be remembered as memes. Like, hopefully, we'll be able to just look at 2020 and go, oh, yeah, the memes, uh, and then we'll be able to move past it eventually, someday. Maybe not next year, maybe not, you know, maybe not today, maybe not tomorrow, but someday yeah. we'll be able to look back at it as mostly just the meme year. So fingers crossed. Probably like October 2023, I would guess. That's when we'll be <laughs> doing that. We'll look back on it. We'll do a two-year anniversary of this <laughs> show for sure. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, but we today we're going to kind of talk about all of the, not, I mean, not all, not necessarily all positive, but pretty much all the positive things that we've been trying to do on our quarantine time. Um but not just Jesse and I. Quarantine time. Yeah, quarantine time or like, you know, new time that you have on your hands because maybe your work situation changed or, yeah. you know, a million other things. Like, basically, we just want to talk about ways that we have heard from people that we know, you know, and people out there on the Internet that they're just getting through their days. You know, just how are you being OK right now? And. Maybe that will help somebody else figure out an easy way or an easier way to be okay right now. Because, man, I know that right now a lot of people are not okay. And that's that really sucks. But there's always something. I'm, I'm of the belief that there's always something you can do to be a little bit better. Even if that's, you know, mostly a mental thing or it's just a thing to make you feel better for a little while. There's always something you can do. So we wanted to sort of reach out and get some answers from the people that we know and like I said the people on the internet and just say you know how are you getting by and can we please please share that with other people (laughs) absolutely Um, and like you said we did go to the internets and uh, we kind of threw out a question over the last I don't know week 
week and a half, something like that. Um, got a lot of really good responses from that question, and we're going to definitely talk about some of those responses as the show goes on. Um, anything else in the intro you wanted to talk about, Jesse? Or, sh- um, or should we just dive goes, right into it? Well, I was going to say, I mean, as far as the intro goes, I think that pretty much covers it, but... Before we get into, you know, the, you know, what did you guys think and what does everybody out in the ether think we should do and what's been helping people, um, I think almost for the sake of transparency and just kind of honesty, um, we should maybe talk about how you've been getting through these last few months, Josh, because as the creator of the Twist My Arm <laughs> podcast, you're not always sitting on the other side of the mic, you know? You're not usually the one giving answers, you're usually the one asking questions. That That's very true. I, You know, I I guess I don't really ever think about that, uh, the fact that I don't really, uh, nobody really knows about, about me. I'm kind of mysterious in a way. Not really, I'm the fucking host, sorry, freaking host, and <laughs> I'm always <laughs> on this thing. You guys know everything about me, but... It has been a a crazy, crazy year um, as far as uh, personally, um, work work wise. Just it's it's been a it's been a crazy year. Um, I, well, like a lot of people have had. I mean, as far as their work world goes, a lot of people have had tremendous upheaval in their lives. Absolutely, you know, uh, sudden sudden loss of a job or sudden loss of hours or sudden loss of benefits or you know all of the above or some mixture of those things I guess I'm not really I didn't have a a crazy work life it was just the way that everything went down because I was considered an essential worker working at a dispensary so I was very lucky and blessed in that aspect that I I didn't really lose anything out of it um so did you guys get just swamped on that first or second day when the lockdown kind of got announced and they didn't know if they were going to let you stay open yeah, or oh, liquor stores stay open? Man. That, so that was actually, that day, I think it was like March 16th, March 18th, something like that. That was our 420. Um, and oh, right. I <laughs> I remember I went home for lunch. It was like, I don't know, like one o'clock. I, I run home to eat a sandwich or whatever and I'm sitting there and uh, my girlfriend and I are watching the news because it was breaking news and polis had come on and he was like yeah we're just gonna shut everything down so you know go home (laughs) whatever and i looked at my girlfriend and i was like oh man i should go back to work now and (laughs) i went i like flew back i kind of you know sped back and uh by the time i got back there was already a line out the door by the time I got situated, there was a line down the street, and by the time I was oh, helping man. customers, the line was, you know, wrapped around the block. It was insane. Um, I've never seen that many people <laughs> come at one dispensary. Yeah, come come for their for their weed, but. I mean, even even on 420, you know, last year, I, I and I've worked the last couple of 420s just being in the industry, and it was it was nothing like that. It, I mean, people thought we were we were going to be shut down. We thought we were going to be shut down, um, and then right, and then it was it was chaos for about two and a half hours, and then we got the news that they considered us and liquor stores essential, 
they were like they were like oh man addicts are gonna lose their minds so we should probably continue to let them Wait, buy never mind stuff just just kidding stay open <laughs> yeah so things kind of faded but i mean life as i know it at work changed um incredibly it it you know being someone on the front on the front lines essentially <laughs> essentially um and right. people in grocery stores can attest to this probably way more than I ever could. Um, but right. Which, and you know, I'm not trying at all in any way to take away from grocery store workers. Like those, those guys and gals seriously went through the most hardship. I feel like, um, when this all first went down, Oh, I can't even just, yeah, I can't even imagine the way that people people the way that people treated yeah. us at the dispensary was disgusting. I I can only imagine what people that don't smoke weed were like at a grocery store trying to get baby wipes for their child. You know, it's a toilet paper for their selves. Yeah, it's <laughs> by by no means am I wow. trying to take away from that because I respect anyone that has yeah, stayed that through that. Intense. Yeah. But, but any service position, I mean, you're still in a customer service posi- yep. uh, position and you're, you know, you're standing behind a counter and oh, yeah. dealing with people day to day. Any position like that, the stress level for that has have to have, has to have just gone through the roof it did. in the last. And, and they mean, take away know, the counter. The course of the year. You know, they like you said, sitting yeah. over the counter, they, they took away the counter and, and put a glass door in front of us, basically. It's, you know, they, right. the way that we had to do business, we, we were lucky as a smaller dispensary, we were lucky to even stay open. Um being in a corporation the size that we are there were some stores that got closed down for that actual um couple months so we were lucky again for that but we you know every morning we're setting up tents we're you know taking orders it's it was the most unorthodox thing um it was like chick-fil-a ordering at a dispensary you know you drive up in your car and you're like hey yeah i'd like to order an eighth (laughs) (laughs) well and i mean every business is having to adapt you know everybody's going the way that we're doing things isn't working we got to do something else or or we have to you know figure out what the next thing is that will work or you know adapt what we have now to uh an online no contact thing yeah um so but but you would say that even though your employment situation like day to day got a little crazier, it it was consistent. I mean, like your your store is essential, so it's not going to close. Right, and and we did. I mean, we stay open. I wouldn't I wouldn't use the word consistent though, because every day was different. Um, every single day something uh, changed. Sorry. What I mean is, you were able to count on consistent oh, yeah, employment. Absolutely, thankfully. yes, yes. Um, and yeah. And that was, you know, that was the thing. My girlfriend also was able to work from home. She, you know, went from an office and set up a computer and she's still working from home now. Um, We have been like extremely lucky in the work aspect of this year because, you know, so many people lost their jobs. Um, So many people lost like their livelihood. Um, A lot of people lost their lives even i would say there was you know yeah. at, at first you you know you lose you lose your job you lose everything that you're working towards and and whatever and there's like no end in sight for it like it seems hopeless i i feel like for a lot of people um a friend of mine for yeah. example he went through that he he suffered from depression and worked for a restaurant 
and you know when uh oh man when the thing hit um he lost his job he lost where he was living I, I believe he lost where he was living he had to move in with somebody else um and it just it it took its toll on him and he ended up taking his own life um back in april oh, and it was that's brutal it it was a hard thing to to deal with you know um but uh, i don't know it's it, that's that's the thing is you, you can't really explain it you know it's with with the way that the world went this year anything could really happen um yeah and and any like as tough as it is to to feel and experience like almost any reaction to this whole thing is understandable you know maybe not justifiable but definitely understandable right um and it's i think that's part of what makes it hard to deal with stuff like that is you're like yeah dude i could totally understand feeling trapped and spiraling and no end in sight and you know you're just you feel like you're treading trying to tread water and you can't even keep your head above water i I totally understand absolutely you know how those things stacking up could really just i mean that that's tough to deal with yeah man um but i mean that's and it's sort of the spirit of where we wanted to go today right like we we want to figure out what are some of the things that if you do have some extra time on your hands or if you do, if you are spending more time at home, you know, even if you do still have a job, but you're at home now, you know, what are some, some ways you can get through that? Do you, do you remember anything from you going through that experience that kind of helped you stay grounded and stay, I, I guess, stay thankful while you were not dealing with as much stuff as clearly your, your buddy was, you know, I I stayed so focused in in my job. Um I guess that's that's kind of all I really thought about this year. Um because it was all I could really think about the uncertainty of what could happen, you know. Um I actually in May, I you know, we had to start taking everyone's temperatures and stuff, and in May I had a fever and I got sent home you know, for the day. And I had to continuously check my temperature. I was actually home for two days with this random fever. Um, and being there for two days, not, not knowing what, like, Oh my God, am I going to, do I have the Rona? Do I need to go to the hospital? Do I need to, you know, Mm -hmm. what, what happened here? What, what's going to happen to my job? What's going to happen to all the people at work? Like that was one of the most stressful times that I had for sure. And I think the one thing that has kept, me personally grounded um and a few responses to that question that we asked were the same but music is huge for me um just listening mm-hmm. to music but also i mean video games dude video games take me yep. out of it you know so you mix that those two together which you can do on playstation where you play a game and throw <laughs> your spotify on i mean it was it was yep. the perfect mix for two days of of a random fever just like trying to not worry about it try trying to be like you're you're a healthy kid for the most part aside from smoking cigarettes you're a healthy kid steve <laughs> and <laughs> try to try to stay focused on uh the possibility that everything will be okay yeah. and not the possibility that everything could just spiral exactly, endlessly exactly. into the yeah. exactly so but but you know i 
when it all started, I uh, basically had I was I had just been promoted recently, and so I was so just like dead set on making sure that our store was the best Corona store, you know, <laughs> one that people would mm-hmm. feel comfortable coming to. I I spent a lot of time at work, sixty sixty five hours at work, um, most weeks. So I. Uh, just getting it kind of reorganized and distanced yeah, man. and sanitized yep. and plexiglass getting, yeah procedures in place and everything just yeah and not not just for customers to feel safe but for me to feel safe you know I, and right. for the employees to feel safe like but selfishly yeah. for me <laughs> cuz i don't i don't want to get that shit <laughs> so yeah it, yeah, yeah a lot of, a lot of just burying myself funny. there yeah. Well, and like you were saying, you had that, you know, kind of a random fever where you're like, oh, no, am I sick? Is this like the last time I'm ever going to get sick? Is this bad? Um, but like with all the wildfires in Colorado specifically, we've had a lot of days down here where we're like, you know, we'll go outside. Oh, and it's like hard to breathe. Walk around sure. for 15 minutes. Yeah. Walk around for 15 minutes of the park and your throat starts to hurt. And you're like, oh, no, what's happening? Did somebody run past me and cough that I didn't? And, and then you're like, oh, right, the, the air is full of fire and ash <laughs> yeah. and smoke. And uh. that's probably what it is, you know. But it is, it's a weird spot to be in where you're like, any any small thing that you would normally ignore, you don't feel safe ignoring anymore. Right. And that's the scariest part about this year is that, I mean, it could be anything. And now we're getting into the cold season. We're getting into that flu season where, you know, there's another meme when when somebody sneezes and you look at them funny, you know, because. Right. Uh. <laughs> well, but. you know, let's uh, let's assume that a lot of people are getting ready to spend even more time indoors anyway because it's about to start getting colder outside. Yes. So, I mean, you know, the thing that's nice about some of the responses that we got is if you've been doing these things during quarantine or distance time or anything like that. Uh, you can continue to do those things when it's cold outside because you'll be inside. And if you haven't heard some of these things that people are doing, that might be the time for you to start. Yeah. And I I feel like we got some good responses. I mean, everybody's going to deal with this thing differently, but a lot of people are, it seems like they're, you know, their first reaction is hunker down and just maximize comfort. Yeah. That seems to be the general consensus of, of, you know, you're just like, uh, yeah, so first, we're just going to get locked down, and I'm, I'm just going to sit here in a blankie for a little while and eat some chicky nuggies. Right. And, and probably watch yeah, some so you TV. Should, <laughs> so if we're going to put together a kit, I would say, yeah, like get the best blankets that you have and start there. Because basically, everybody that we asked, we basically put out a question that was like, you know, what are you doing just to get through I got days? it. I got it right here. Question is. Yeah, go for it. What's getting you through your days lately? Maybe there's a new habit you've picked up or an old interest you've given some new attention. In the interest of helping each other be all right right now, let's hear it. No politicking, please and thanks. <laughs> um, but yeah, so the question is, what have you been doing to help you get through these days? These hard, hard, lonely days. Long, slow, slogging. Yeah. Rough. Um, so one of the, one of the first ones that we, sorry, one of the last ones that we got, actually one of the most recent ones that we got was from Melissa in California. And she said, my dog, 
Getting him at the beginning of COVID allowed me not to become a couch potato, thanks goodness. So I'm assuming that means she's taking him out jogging, you know, she's exercising with the dog so that Mm -hmm. that was a good way for her to get outside and stay away from people and still have some companionship for that. Is there a word for that? So that's probably, uh, I don't, uh, probably. Like corn pet? uh, (laughs) uh, COVID? Pet COVID or pet? A pandemic, pandemic pet. pet. Pandemic there, pet. Okay, that sounds there. that sounds right. Maybe that. Because I feel like a lot of yeah, people so got pandemic animals. Pet? I think a lot of people did get animals. I think the the adoption rate for you know, like shelter pets and stuff went way up toward the start of the quarantine yeah. for most people. Um, Which is probably good. So yeah, there's. I mean, there's one right there. Because then you can you not only have companionship, you can go do the exercise. You can be responsible for somebody who's not gonna get COVID. I'm pretty sure dogs don't get COVID. I don't know. Don't take me at my word on that. <laughs> Look it up before you get a dog. Um, other than that, uh, Melissa said um, two jobs and taking one college class because before I was working three jobs. Oh, okay. So she she had three jobs, lost one of them, but instead of you know just having some extra hours in her day like a normal person would do. I can say that because I met Melissa. (laughs) Uh, She decided she's going to take a college class, which is admirable. I don't mean to belittle that. It's very admirable. Well, yeah. Um, That's that's a great way to spend your time. No free time. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, or she, you know, I guess it is free time and she's spending it on improving herself. Right. I think that's really cool. Um, She also says, I also overindulge in murder podcasts and documentaries and then have dreams about my partner killing me <laughs> totally normal right um that is totally uh, normal i mean I, my girlfriend does the same thing she watches the horror movies and then, yep. you know dreams about it so yeah my wife also does that yeah. so it's we're not going to say that it's all women but we are going to say that it is normal totally for normal. women so. <laughs> <laughs> well I'm you know kidding. there's probably there's probably some non-women that it's normal yeah, for. Yeah, that's um, true. I, I just, none of those people happen to be on the podcast and they didn't respond. And so that, you know. If you guys are out there. <laughs> th- that's kind of one thing that, that we're lucky for with, with Swell is that we have a partner. Like we have someone that we can hang out with during this pandemic. You know, you have your wife. I have my girlfriend. And oh, the, yeah, it, I couldn't even imagine going through it without her <laughs> you know like uh. i don't know i mean i've had pe- i've had periods of extent and i'm not here to say like yeah i'd be fine without my wife because obviously i wouldn't um but i've had periods of extended isolation before where i was like you know me and i saw maybe one other person for like three months mm-hmm. um and i was okay with that um but I was also 18 at the time, and that might have had something to do with it, right? You know, so yeah, I I can't. I don't I don't know if I'd be able to do it right now, but I mean, I know personally, if if I didn't have that right now in my real life, yes, I would just be an absolute wreck. Yeah, it'd be hard, man, because I mean, most of my friends that I had, I I think I had one friend that was like, "Screw it, man, I'm coming over. Let's let's watch Star Wars," and he came over and watched <laughs> Star Wars, but. You know, most other friends were like, "Yeah, nah, I'm good. I don't want to. I don't want to hang out at all." And I'm, I'm right working in you know retail and thinking like, "Oh, this is just normal." Yeah, like that's rough. Can't. Yeah, my wife yeah. and I have been just inside. You know, we've been basically hermit status. Um, we did go but out. But you guys also have been able to work through through as well, right? 
Right, exactly. We've both been very lucky in the employment arena, so we haven't really had to adjust too much. Um, and we were sort of already homebodies anyway, right. so it's easy, I mean, relatively, you know, easy for us to stay in and just be at home. And I, I recognize that there's a lot of privilege in that, but we're very grateful for it. And we try to be, you know, vocally grateful for it every day if we can. Right. Um, but yeah, she and I, you know, we've just been inside doing nothing, like uh, not doing nothing, but we've been inside spending time together and spending time with the family and my daughter and my mother-in-law and stuff like that. Right. Um, but we haven't really gone out to do anything other than, Towards the beginning, we did go to the shooting range, um, but it was like we were outside, you know, on some giant open property, and it was technically oh. a shooting okay, range. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it wasn't like we're in a small room with a bunch of people right. or anything that. But even though we were outside, we were, you know, still distance and wearing masks. So, yep. um, but since then, we've pretty much just been inside, and it's been okay for us. Um, we do still try to patronize our local restaurants, but we do take out. Um, and, you know, we we still try to tip when we can with takeout because that's some people's only source of income right. right now. And it's I'm of the belief that tipping is a bad system. But if it's the system we have, then you should use it. You should use it to help the people that are being held down by it. I think. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, tipping is a curse. So, we've sure. you know, yeah, it's bad. But we've been mostly all right because like i said we've we were homebodies and we've just been staying inside together and spending time as a family um and that's actually really similar to a lot of the other responses we got um i'm going to take a moment here to cough really loud and then we'll have to edit this out <coughs> so yeah we did have a couple other good responses a lot of them were you know binging binging new shows and things like that um i think what was it your lots of binging a lot of spending time with my family yeah. you know um getting back in touch with being a mom our friend courtney left that on our facebook page uh baby cuddles those are very important uh our friend Brittany was saying you know just spending more time around my husband and my daughter you know uh, watching more things together right. having more meals together that kind of a thing um, it's like, so it's that like people were you're getting right, you're, back you're right that that, to each other, you know, they were getting right, back to exactly. It. There's a little bit more focus inward because, you know, out of pure necessity, you got to be around these people all the time. So you may as well make sure that you can get along with right. them. Um, and that's, you know, again, I recognize that not everybody is in a situation where they just get to get along with everybody that's in their house. And if that's your situation, I feel for you and I'm really sorry. <laughs> But there's ways for you to, to not be there, you know, get out of the house, go to the park, go somewhere where there's no people and just, you know, oh, be man. and it'll be better. I, I feel that <laughs> on a deep personal level. <laughs> um, <laughs> Wait, Kylie was. Oh, no, 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 I started doing push-ups and sit-ups in the morning, which is very strange. I'm not, I'm not one to exercise. I don't, I don't. You're not a PE really kid. do That's for dang that you. per se. <laughs> um, I l I'm proud of you though. That's because those two things take a lot of willpower to do because they both really suck. Well, and at five thirty in the morning, I, I've yeah, skipped a couple days already. I, <laughs> 
I, I walk 15 minutes a day and I'm like, I feel good about that, but that's literally as much as I can muster. Like, so anybody, like if you can find, I mean, I'm sure what do you spend five, 10 minutes on that? If you can spend <sighs> five to 15 minutes exercising, yeah, you'd be surprised. I mean, you know, I'm again, I'm in the same boat as Josh where it's like, I don't care about exercise. I have a policy about not running. <laughs> I would rather be sitting in a chair watching a screen. That's just how I am. Yep. Um, or, or you know, reading a book or doing something very intellectual. I don't know. Um, it's just I, not my I thing. Like to be it's outside not my and thing. I don't like to do physical activity. Right. So, but with walking 15 minutes a day in six weeks, I lost 20 pounds. And I that's literally all I did. Wow. So, that's good for uh, you, man. Yeah. Like, to, well thank you but like depending on your body like just a tiny little bit of consistent exercise could do pretty impressive things over a fairly short period of time yeah because you know if you're if you're older than 25 uh you'll know that six weeks is like no time whatsoever (laughs) not even a little bit it's it goes by so quick well except for in 2020 six weeks is kind of but that's the thing. Even in 2020, if you stack enough stuff in your day, every day, these days will still fly past. That's very true. I mean, there's there's a limited number of them, and they're running out. So if your hope is just to get to 2021, you've done most of the hard part because yeah. you've made it to October. Yeah. So this is just, you know, hopefully there's some things here in these responses that can just give you that last little push to get you through the last one quarter. thing i find fun is there's a lot of people that i know that have gotten really into like gardening they've really turned their thumb green uh buddy here in denver you know i asked that question and, and all he said was plants plants I, I lost myself in plants and he posts a picture and house plants or house plants he said he says house plants uh gardening um said his garden outside has tons of plants, peppers, and a potato. <laughs> said Just one, but it's Yeah, good. he said he has uh, some lotus flowers, and his house is like a, a tiny jungle. So, I, I mean, I, I could see that. And imagine the oxygen. I bet his oxygen is just perfect in there. All that fresh. All oh, the air in fresh. his house is probably cleaner than the air outside of <laughs> yeah, Denver, yeah. It's all fresh. Like, I don't even know how plants do it, but oxygen from plants. Well, and that's, and that's a perfect, you know, inside or, you know, isolated hobby, especially right now, because you're like, what am I going to do for several months to stay occupied? Uh, look at a plant grow every day or, or, you know, not like watch it, but like check up, check yeah. up on it every day and watch it that's grow. That's one thing that I, I wanted to do was I would like to being in the in the marijuana industry i would like to learn how to grow marijuana and learn how to grow it properly and uh i've i've really thought about that and seeing seeing how this kid has been you know using his green thumb i i feel like i feel like it's something that only in denver only in denver guys because it's legal here and like oregon and stuff like that <laughs> don't worry i i live in a legal state so i can do that sort of thing <laughs> But so, I, I find that, like you said, something that you can look at every single day. And once once it gets to that certain stage, you're actually like taking care of it. It's like a a part of your house, you know. And with a lot right. of these people, um, another friend of mine, he started doing he started gardening 
like four or five years ago and every year it's just gradually gotten better but this year <laughs> it was the best garden i've seen him do it was like it was like a grandma's garden kind of situation and right like it should be in a magazine yeah and i know that was because he had so much time for it like he had corn stalks plenty, green beans lettuce is this like is this like in a backyard or yeah in a- balcony in yeah. an and apartment or something you know I'm, I'm sure he wouldn't mind but disney buddy disney he's been on the show a few times uh oh, he right, was right. in the fantasy league and stuff um not he's a rocker through and through he's in you know in a in a hard rock band and all that stuff so not the typical kind of gardener you you would think <laughs> but he killed it well, he killed it i don't this know if year. you know this <laughs> but uh vegetables are very metal very metal uh Wayne Static, uh, famously, was a vegetarian of Static X. <laughs> May he rest in peace. Oh, I don't um, think I knew that. But yeah, he was he was a vegetarian. Yeah, their their album Cannibal was actually about people because he he viewed eating meat as similar to cannibalism. Oh, supposedly, wow. I think. Okay. You know, I'd have to look that up to be sure, but I'm pretty sure we'll put it in the show notes. Huh. Interesting. I guess I never thought about that. Um, but yeah, along the lines of gardening, um, my wife and I actually recently just got a fake succulent for our table. So I know what you're talking about, that that joy of seeing that plant, you know. And because ours is fake, we don't have to worry about it. <laughs> so, Kylie actually grew some some peppers this year uh, from from Disney. She He came over and gave us some, some of his extra plants because he had so many. And... Uh, did you guys throw them in some salsa or something? They, or? You know, they ended up dying. She got one tomato oh. that she was able to eat. It was a little late in the season, so they didn't grow too big. And then the freeze happened, that random like <laughs> snowfall in September, and we didn't know what to do. We were like, oh, my God, uh, throw them in the garage. And then that was it. <laughs> so you guys, you guys uh, contrary to you know the band name you guys had cold brown shitty peppers (laughs) yes yes that's rough (laughs) oh man that sounds like a sounds like a metal band for sure a pair a A cover band band where the metal band like yeah they ironically cover red hot chili peppers but like in a mean way (laughs) (laughs) um i have another uh another friend from lincoln and she said that she did she started doing lots more arts and crafts, also gardening. She did a lot of home improvement and photography. Um, and that's, you know, not the first time I've heard someone this year getting into more photography. Like, that's something you can do by yourself. Um, my uh, buddy up here in Denver, he just started, like, really getting into it a couple months ago. And I asked him about it, and he just said it was basically, like... I had nothing to do and I was taking pictures on my phone. I would go drive around and go on a hike by myself and just take pictures on my phone. And then I was, and then he decided to start actually like getting a, he got a camera and started taking real photos and they're actually pretty good. I feel like a lot of people are finding more talents this year than we're used to. Do you think that's just because people have more patience right now? Like, they're just more willing to put in, you know, 10 or 15 hours over the course of a week with a thing Probably. instead of going, well, the, f- the first try didn't work, so screw it. Like, they're just, Probably. there's more of an incentive now to be like, no, I'm going to stick to this and make it work. 
I could see that. Yeah. Um, one of the other it's, responses it's that we got- It's why you see so many podcasts popping up. I don't know if you've noticed right, how was, many celebrities decided to start a podcast this year. A little yep, frustrating exactly. on my was, end, to be honest with you. <laughs> I actually kind of, I stopped doing podcasts for a little bit because I was like, well, there's so much to listen to right now, but it'll all die out by the end of the year. And it has. A lot of those podcasts have started yep. to die out, so- it will. And and that was actually one of my favorite responses that we got was from our friend Courtney on Facebook. And she said, I have actually started listening to this podcast. Oh, so thanks, thank you, Courtney. Yeah. She normally listens to a lot of podcasts in general while she works. One of the ones that kind of is weird but keeps her going is called Terrible. Thanks for asking. And she has listened to it since it started, uh, since it first came out. Um, there's been a lot of stuff to stream lately, she says. Lovecraft Country on HBO Max. I really want to check that out. I've heard it's really good. Uh, she says it's amazing, and she's listening to the audiobook for it and also listening to the companion podcast that HBO is putting out. And she said she's also really liking Ratchet on Netflix, which is a prequel series about the nurse character from One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Oh. With jack nicholson back in the day okay and she says so she said that's good and also devil all the time which is a movie with robert pattinson and tom holland on netflix about a southern preacher of some kind i think Um, my girlfriend she says there's a a whole bunch more yeah she said there's a lot so yeah courtney is definitely feeling you on the podcast and we appreciate you listening courtney especially because it's so easy to do now i mean google Podcasts, itunes spotify really anywhere you go you can it's it's pretty impressive i talked to a guy the other day you could and and he was like i've been wanting to start a podcast and you you can do it from your phone if you really want to start a podcast you can do it from your phone and upload it to soundcloud it's i mean it's so easy (laughs) There's a couple apps that offer recording and hosting right in one app. I think Anchor is one of those. So, I mean, yeah. I mean, it's really easy. Um, the other thing that Courtney went on to say was the Mario 64 on her Switch. Oh. And she definitely has been listening to the show because she said, I too will always buy into the re-release Mario <laughs> games. I am a sucker for it. So she's on your side in that argument. Nice. She's also in a few Facebook groups. One of them, which I thought was pretty cool, is called Plague Chef. And they post just people's recipes that they've come up with what, you know, like this is what's at my house and I can't go grocery shopping. So here's what I'm going to make. The plague chef recipe. Um, I did reach out to Courtney and ask if she has a recipe that we can try. And she does. I think it's a potato soup. Okay. So we may either we'll try that or we'll pass that along to Scooter and see what we can do with that. But. I was going to say, that's essentially what Scooter's going to be doing on Fresh Creations is kind of taking pantry ingredients and making something out of it. What do you got and what can we make? Uh, Lastly, Courtney closed out her wonderful response with baby snuggles have really been helping and taking a step back to enjoy being a mom has really been keeping me going, especially on days like today. So we'll assume Courtney was having a rough day a couple days ago. We're glad that you made it through and thank you for taking the time to both listen and respond on Facebook. We really appreciate that, Courtney. Thank you very much. Congratulations on, on the motherhood and the new the new baby. Yeah, the the baby cuddles is a real thing. I'll go ahead and speak to that. There are some days where you're like, you get home and you're just burnt out and you're like, I got, I don't know what to do. I don't want to do anything. I don't want to see anybody. I don't want to talk to anyone. And then you get that first baby cuddle and you're good for like the next four or five weeks. Ah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't but know. It, it probably works. 
it probably works with pets too. It's been a long time since I've had a pet, so I wouldn't know. But a lot of people that responded to us, um, uh, Melissa and also our friend Bree did say their dogs have been hugely helpful. Yep. Like we were talking about the pandemic pets earlier. So, yep. you know, if there's, if there's somebody in your vicinity that you can cuddle with or snuggle with, do it because it's hugely important. Yep. And you know what? There's probably science to back that up, but I'm you're going to have to pretty that sure there's some own. sort of transfer of endorphins or some kind of yeah. thing like that, but I don't know. Yeah, I mean basic cuddleology would seem to dictate that, I would think. I like that. Uh my my last response that I had, uh buddy of mine He's also been on the show. He used to phone in on the Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes episodes. Those are in their own separate folder on SoundCloud. If you'd like to check those out, <laughs> you, you don't, I promise. But anyway, he said he's RV prepping. Um, and he is selling everything and buying an RV to live and travel full time. Oh, so he's he's going ultimate social distancing. like Yeah. I would just have a self-contained living unit and be wherever I feel is best. Yeah. Um, I think that's pretty cool. I think his is a little more existential than that. Um, he ha- actually had a heart attack last year. Um, and Ooh. kind of, you know, his, his response, How old is this he's, guy? uh, he's a little older than, than me. I think 50 something, forties, fifties. something like That's that. rough. Um, but he says, you know, I asked him, why the commitment like what what made you decide to do that and his response was i died last year um his wife and him decided that they needed to find a way to effectively travel and create memories together so when the idea of rv living came to them uh they started their process to learn more and what they found was they should have done it 20 years ago um so he said he's going to start small. Um, he's he's from Florida, so they're going to start small down in Florida and then make their way up north and then head out west. So I uh, might actually, Justin and I might finally be able to meet Red Five from from Galaxy of Heroes, <laughs> which would be kind of cool. Oh, very cool. But um, yeah, I, I, I think that's, my dad has been talking about doing that recently. Um, you know, he's he's had his own his own things going going on with him and stuff and and he's like i think i I, i'm just i think i'm just gonna sell everything and buy an rv and just travel and i know he's not that's that's pretty cool like (laughs) it would be interesting to do that i've i I liked touring in in bands um i did it a couple times and i thought it was like the funnest thing ever um highlight of my life for sure and i've always wanted to do that sort of thing just go on a nationwide kind of tour i guess you'd say a a, tra- a trip you know um some people would call it a trek a trek but i know what you're saying <laughs> i just you know to to commit like that to sell everything and do that like that's it takes yeah. balls to just to go full yeah fully uh off grid basically i mean even if you know you don't go off grid traditional in the traditional sense like you know you still have an idea and stuff but like right you you don't you're not stuck to one location right. you don't have a mailbox you know yep. yeah that would be it'd be interesting we should see if we can get him to record like a travelogue and send it to us because that would be really cool yeah uh if you're if you're listening roy red five <laughs> let's uh let's work something out I, I know he listens to the show every once in a while so 
Um, yeah, we'd love to hear it. Yeah, and you know, I, I will most likely keep in touch with him too. I'm sure he would. I'm sure we could get phone ins from him once, once a week or once a month or something. You know. Heck yeah. But um, I have two more responses. Um, the the first one is pretty quick and to the point uh, from our friend Brianna, and that is sleeping pills, anxiety pills, my dogs, and trashy reality TV shows. Now. <laughs> <laughs> I feel to like be fair here. You I say you say that's quick and to the point, but I feel like there's a lot to unpack in that sentence. <laughs> I, I mean, the, there is, but she, the, what I mean is, she's saying, "Here's what's getting me through the day." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, this is the answer. Yeah. This, 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 and this. Gotcha. Um, and I, you know, hopefully, some of the stuff that we've talked about, you know, getting, you know, spending time with people, spending some time outside, be with your dogs, like you know, or your pets, but in Bree's case, her dogs, that kind of thing. Binge something, binge something trashy, binge something you wouldn't normally watch, something you wanted to watch. And what does she thought, consider trashy? Yeah, I probably am not that kind of person. Well, that's the thing is, I was like, so what's trashy reality TV show? And she said America's Next Top Model, which I guess is trashy. I always thought that that was like a series that was meant to be like a meaningful, poignant documentary you know like i'm thinking like kardashian these, these girls lives <laughs> well i mean let's be real there's probably no kardashians if america's next top model didn't exist in the first place but um touche i i see where she's she i see where she's coming from and i'm mostly being facetious i just <laughs> it's one of the few reality shows that i've seen that i didn't absolutely hate all the way through sure. um but she makes you know she makes valid points like sleeping pills because right now sometimes getting to sleep is a chore anxiety pills because anxiety is the name of the game Absolutely. right now yeah. the dogs the dogs come up in almost everybody's post there was a pet or a loved one of some kind in everybody's <laughs> every single response that we got there was a pet or a loved one yep. um or that i got rather and and the binging the trashy reality tv definitely go with that <laughs> um Bree, if there's anything we can do to, you know, help make your days less anxious, please let us know. We'd love to have you on yeah, the show. Yeah, come hang out. Um, our final response was, uh, let's see. Oh, from our friend Mark on Facebook, who also happens to be my uncle. Just full disclosure, there's <laughs> a little bit of nepotism going on here. Um, but he said, I'm learning to speak Norwegian. And I also binge watched all of Lilyhammer, which we looked up and is a show that takes place in Norway. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> he binge watched all of Lilyhammer, all of MASH, all the Star Trek, which I didn't add. He just put that just so that you know, Josh. Oh, okay. And okay. he made friends. <laughs> he made friends with several YouTube tarot readers, which has got to be very interesting. Yeah. And I would be interested to learn more about that. Um, you know, my, my mom's I a guess big it makes tarot sense reader, because so, right. I was, I was actually going to ask about that because that's a thing that you wouldn't need to be in the room with somebody for, right? You could do that like over a zoom call mm -hmm. or something mm -hmm. as long as you could see, I don't actually a hundred percent know how tarot uh, we, works. We, we used to do it over just over the phone, but I mean, we can, oh, okay. we could do a, a spooky episode. We need to talk about that. Sorry. <laughs> Mo moving on. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do. Yeah. I mean, it is it is Spooktober. Yeah. Um, and then the, the last part of his, uh, I had asked if there was any sort of you know common ground between English and Norwegian, or if it was just like starting from scratch. And he said, "I'm learning that a huge swath, a huge swath of American English words are actually carryover from early Viking. Wow. Officially, Nor 
Norwegian is a Germanic language influenced heavily by Danish and Swedish. So yes, there actually is a starting point with words and sentence structure resembling English, which is very helpful indeed, end quote. Huh. So, I mean, how many of you decided to just start learning Norwegian? <laughs> yeah. It's got to be... There's no way that it was just him, right? There's got to be at well, least one other person that's like, you know or what? At least, Come and learn at least Norwegian. another or, language just in general. Yeah, literally anything. Or I'm going to put, like you, like your friend did, you know, I'm going to put some more time into photography or I'm going to put some more time into gardening yep. or, you know, in a, into spending time with my family like Brittany and Courtney were, men- were mentioning. Um but, you know, maybe the simplest response that we got that really just boils it down to what matters was from Lauren on Facebook. And she said, coconut bliss, dark chocolate bars. <laughs> oh, man. At the end of every day, I go to the freezer, dot, dot, dot. And that's where her comment ends. <laughs> so, so it sounds it like sounds like we should all... Look into Coconut Bliss dark chocolate bars. <laughs> they are uh, made out of coconut milk. They are vegan, gluten-free, and very healthy for you. So... Oh, we did look into this. It is a treat. It is. They are very good treats, um, if you're into that sort of thing. I know a lot of people don't really like coconut milk, but... I was going to say, I'm just... Uh, it's not that I'm opposed to trying new desserts it's just that i'm not generally the biggest supporter of coconut but a coconut milk probably move past though. it but she said she's eating one every day well she says she goes to the freezer that could mean she's eating more than one every day but she she at least thinks about it every day so i'm willing to give it a try and also thank you for your response on facebook yeah thanks um, everyone for their response if you guys yeah, if you ever want to get in on the responding, you can respond to us, Twist My Arm Podcast, on Facebook, or you can just go straight to twistmyarmpodcast.com. There's a little form there. You basically can put whatever you want in there, um, like literally, because there's no moderator for that. Yeah. So you can put whatever you want in there, and we'll see it. So yeah. <laughs> definitely give that a shot. And you can also, <laughs> I I would have loved to play voicemails. Um, like, instead of our dumb voices reading your comments. It would have been really cool. Hey, speak for yourself. <laughs> but but it, it would just be really cool for you guys to call in and leave us a voicemail. We have that capability. The number is 508-93-TWIST. And you can call that at any time. It goes directly to a voicemail because I don't have it attached to my real phone number because it's specifically for the podcast. So if you ever want to just... I don't know, ranted us about something at some point. Um, you could just tell us about your day or your month or something. 508-93. Or even your year. Um, but if you <laughs> if you do happen to do that, um, please just start it with, hi, just, this is hang blank. On, hang on, I just and I'm got calling that. <laughs> what? The friends reference. God, man. <laughs> oh, <laughs> gotcha. That was that was, that was delayed gratification right uh, there. <laughs> God, it just took a second for it to pass through my brain waves. You know what I mean? I mean that was more than a second, uh, if I'm being honest with you. But that kind of makes it better. <laughs> I'm really glad that it eventually landed. I thought it just was gone. You know? <laughs> yes. Yeah, so if you want to talk about your day, your month, or Anyways, even your yes. year, call five zero eight nine three twist.
And if you call, just say, just start your message with, hi, this is blank. And then tell us whatever you want to tell us. We just want to hear your name and your voice. That's it. You don't even have to say where you're from. You don't even have to say your last name. You don't even have to say why you're calling. Just call and say your name. That's good enough. I mean, you know, have more than that. You can even make up a name. I don't care. Because we're probably going to play it on the podcast. I really don't. Yeah. If you want to make up a name. Oh, we're definitely going to play it on the (laughs) podcast. Yeah. Use whatever name you want, but put a name in it. Please. Nah. (laughs) <laughs> um, but moving forward, we, we do want to have more episodes like this where we have just more interaction from our viewers, from our listeners. And, uh, this one was a lot of fun. So for us, it's, it's kind of what the show is about, you know, is the, the people around the show, you know, it's, it's you and I are doing it and Evan and Justin are doing it, but you know, my wife is directly involved and your girlfriend is directly involved and the people that we know are directly involved. My parents know all about this. Uh, my uncle provided 90% of my studio equipment. Like there's nobody does anything in their life alone. Even if it feels that way, you, you don't. So this is sort of the easiest way that you and I know to give something back or at least try to give something back because we can't go to your house right now and we can't visit you and you see movies and have you over for barbecues and we can't do all the stuff that we normally get to do, but we can still say, Hey, how's it going? And we can still give you suggestions for how it could be going. And we can still tell you what we've been up to and what some of our friends have been up to in our family and the people we care about because your friends and your family and the people that you care about need all the same stuff. They need somebody asking them how they're doing. They need somebody giving them different options than what they see. They need somebody just reminding them that, you know what, it may not be anything close to normal anytime soon, but it is going to be something close to normal someday because everything is temporary, the good times and the bad times. And we just, if we can help each other remember that, I think that might help us get through this a little easier. I completely agree, and I think that is a perfect note to end this show on. Um, I would just like to thank everyone for responding to our question. Again, uh, thank everyone for listening to our show, watching our YouTube videos, and uh, checking out our little corner of the internet that we have here at TMA Studios. Um, This Thursday, we got the Movement Podcast coming out. Got a lot of things to talk about there with Justin and Evan. Uh, we'll be streaming that live as we do um, Thursday evening. I'm not going to say a specific time because I don't know, but it, it's going to be there. <laughs> it's sort so. of a fluid thing. Yeah. So Beyond that, um, there's also another thing that we're sort of working on. This is a little behind the curtains at the moment because um, it's, it's not fully formed. But it is something we would like your help with if you're interested. Uh, there's a new uh, project. I guess you, I guess you call it a project. There's a new podcast that we are working on behind the scenes. Nothing has been done yet, uh, but it's called Seasons Within. And what it is is sort of a, an expl- uh, exploration of the cycles of human emotion as they have to do with the passage of time. And one of the things that you know, relates to the passage of time is the changing of the seasons and things like that. And because it's an audio experience, we're going to use Vivaldi's Four Seasons to explore themes of 
emotion and feeling within those, you know, specific seasons. So if you're specifically a summer person or you're just, you know, that woman that loves September more than any other month or, you know, you happen to be a, a spring cleaning freak, I want to hear from you. If you have a favorite season, I want to hear from you. If you have a favorite holiday in a specific season, I want to hear from you. If you have a favorite smell that comes with a season, like I love the smell of leaves in the fall, or I love the way, you know, the sound of everything being dampened by freshly fallen snow. If you have those deeply seasonal emotional experiences or memories that you can think of or have, you know, access to, Please, please, please get a hold of us. Twistmyarmpodcast.com. Twistmyarmpodcast on Facebook, Instagram. Send us an email at twistmyarmpodcast@gmail.com. Whatever you have to do to get a hold of us, just do it. Because I want your experience and I want you to be part of the seasons within. Absolutely. With that, my name is Josh. My name is Jesse. We are the Twist My Arm Podcast and we will talk at you soon. Be cool to each other. Yeah.